Right, so no worries. Okay. So uh, what I was gonna say, how are you doing, Joe? How, was, how are things going, mate? Oh yeah, like congratulations. <laughs> that was good stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. What number, you, what number are you up to now? How many kids is that now? That's number five. Number five, yeah. wow. Next level stuff, that is. <laughs> You're still not keeping up with Matthew though, are you, to be fair? He's, no. he's on eight, isn't he? Oh. Yeah. I've been trying tell- to catch up. <laughs> trying to catch up with <laughs> You'll be exhausted. <laughs> well your wife will be anyway um, what I was going to say to you so everything's going okay um, I spoke to uh, Dan Pitsy's IT guy the other the other day on Skype and he he, he's, he looks about 12 but you know I'm sure he knows what he's doing <laughs> he might be 12 he might be he didn't look very old mate Um so what he says he can do is he'll set up a very cheap website uh, through GoDaddy, which you, you probably heard of. And um, right. it, he's basically going to link it back to Australian sites and stuff like that. But what I wanted to do was to make sure I had an American site and then have American contacts there because because of the time difference. That you know, if somebody rings up and wants to talk to somebody, I can't really talk to them because I'll probably be in bed or whatever. So I thought, well, if I put um, you down as a point of contact and Dan down as a point of contact, then they can call either of you and say, look, I want more information. And then all you've got to do is email me and say, okay, I spoke to them, they're interested in whatever. And then, um, and then I'll email you the information to send to them, I think and do it like that and then if it turns into a sale we'll do the standard referral system thing where um it's 30 percent of the commission goes back to the original person that spoke to them as the referrer and then if if we need to pay any more or whatever if there's any other expenses or whatever you'll just pay more money out so just depends on whatever you're comfortable with at the end of the day because i don't want it to take up too much of your time you know, I don't think it will do, though, to be fair. And the other thing I was concerned about was it just the interfering with your job. As in, I didn't want it to be a conflict of interest, but because it's something that's overseas, I didn't think it would be an issue. You know what I mean? Right, so I still need to check uh, and get the answer on that. I, yeah. I, what I'm thinking is, as long as I'm not presenting... The sales information to the if they're an American, you know, yeah. um, investor, and I'm an American realtor. There may be some liability there that I just need to make sure that you know that I'm not acting as a sales agent for you. Yeah. You know, so in other words, I'm just like, hey, yeah, you know, guys got some properties. Let's set up a time for you to connect with them. Yeah. I could go ahead and. You know, filled some questions, some basic level questions. Yeah, yeah. And made to be in the referral back to, you know, so you're presenting the information to the buyer yeah. ultimately. I think from my, my point of view, like imagine if um, if so, if you were doing this in reverse and, and you said, um, okay, I want you to answer the phone for me 
off a website that's got listings that's in America um, and they want to speak to somebody that's in the same time zone that speaks the same accent I mean it doesn't work because I don't speak and I, I haven't got an Australian accent I can do one but you know what I mean like it's a tr I think it's partly a trust thing because they're speaking to somebody with the same accent in the same time zone so they know oh this is a legitimate thing as in when it's something overseas that could uh, that might make people a bit nervous you know what i mean if they're speaking sure. to somebody with a foreign accent right. like if you're talking Man, to somebody you... in an indian call center you know right right <laughs> yeah, yeah i get that yeah. matthew what were you saying he was going to chime in here guys. Right. yeah okay. i was going to say that it actually becomes less complicated when Guy is on EXP because then you have a common broker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, and and I'm looking at getting that set up as soon as possible when he's uh, when the bloke from Sydney comes back to me. Um, and honestly, Guy, when you um, like, you'll have access to to twenty thousand US agents. You know, at that yeah, point, yeah. you don't. You can go beyond me and Dan. Like it's, you know, you can kind of market what you've got to to those other agents across the U.S. and say, hey, you guys have investors interested in Australia. I've got these land home packages. Yeah. Like you just bypass us and and well, have I still direct I, I still want it to be that you get something out of it. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be that it goes mad and then you don't you don't end up getting anything out of it. It'd be nice if you could. Um, still get some business out of it one way or another. Um, well, I, I appreciate that. I think you, um, I mean, we want to see you succeed and, and sell a ton of homes. So if EXP is going to help you do that, then we're going to be happy and, and yeah. excited for you. So, well, my, my plan is what, what's happened recently is I've been approached um, by another company called um, Property Box. So I spent an hour and a half talking to that guy and he basically, he's been doing what I'm doing here for over 10 years and he's got contracts in with multiple builders all over Australia. So he said, well, what he's doing now is he's making like a sort of franchise within his business. So he sets you up with three websites. Um, one's stuff that's not on the market, um, so it's not going to go on realestate.com or anything. It's it's, it's a private um, sale. Oh, yeah, and, market stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the other one is um, investment properties, and then the other one I think is first time buyer stuff. So anyway, he's got access to over five thousand listings. So I thought, okay, so that, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff, and because it's between the builder and the buyer, and then the real estate agent is more just the middleman. I asked him about the licensing thing because in, in Australia you're supposed to have a license for each state that you're in. Right. And I said, look, you know, I'd, I've only got a Queensland license. I'm not getting every single license for all the states that are here. That's ridiculous. And he said, no, you don't have to do that because it's, a, it's, it's brand new property. So really all you're doing is facilitating people. You can have a web-based business and it, you don't have to have a license to do that kind of work. So I was right, okay then, that's fine. So. This changes the game now because I can go on to, go into a EXP, recruit 40 agents, but I don't just have to recruit them in Queensland, I can recruit them anywhere in Australia. So I can have a Skype interview with somebody and say, look, I'm building the business up. 
You've got access to, um, uh, five, you know, 5,000 listings all over Australia, plus, you know, regular stuff that's here, plus we're going to connect with EXP, which is in America, so you'll be able to network with, with agents over there that might want to find invest in, investors and things like that. So I think putting those two things together will work really well. But I, but like I say, this literally just happened the other day. This guy had just come to me and he was like, oh yeah, have a look at your website. And I said, look, to be honest with you, that website is not geared up for really what the, the kind of business that I'm doing now. I said, that's more of a, um, a contact page more you, you know what I mean like list of services here's my number blah 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 it's not geared up to selling all you know all the different things that I've got um, so I said really I'm looking for something like that so that that was the plan I'm going to set up the EXP and I'm going to set up the um, the websites with him and then the guy that's working for Dan this Aaron young chap I should get him to link everything back into the USA website. So when somebody goes on and they want to look at properties in Sydney, they click to a link and then it'll take them to the, you know, the Australian site with all the all the different, you know, listings in Sydney or wherever they want to buy stuff. And then a link to the Facebook page and everything else. So that's basically what I'm looking at, at doing, but I just wanted to make sure that, um, that you were able to to take calls if you had to and things like that. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because it's it's yeah. it's a bit of a game changer that is having access to that many listings. Very much. Very much. Is... Yeah. Say again. Did you hear me, Joe? No. What was that? What was that, mate? Was there any luck on getting Dan on the ESP? I don't know if he'll do that because he's with um, he's with Remax as far as I know. He might, yeah, he might just, do. I don't know. I had a conversation with him back when we were first starting starting to talk, and he was at Coal Banker then, and he had just like signed up with Remax. So I think he needs to see kind of how it works and see the value of it. Yeah. Um, because I think it'll take a lot for him to make a change right now. So, um, I mean, guy can you know, as guy gets onboarded and gains some experience with it, you know, I can both kind of. You know, put a plug-in with Dan for yeah. EXP. I mean, it'd be great for I, I, I'd like it. I'd like him to. I'd like him to to get involved if it's going to be a better um, model for him. I mean, I don't know what his deal is with Remax. I worked for Remax years ago, and um, you know, they they took to most of my commission when I sold PTs, so I wasn't very impressed with them. To be fair, right. um, but I don't know what he's. I don't know what his split is and, and all that kind of thing. I think probably the other thing with it as well is if he's if he's fairly new and he's he's put a lot of money into advertising and building a name with that brand, that might be why he's a bit reluctant to change again. Do you know what I mean? Because he's obviously he's probably spent a bit of money trying to connect himself with that brand and in, in an area and whatever. So I don't sure. know. I not... Still do the PC properties just. You know, have you know, brokered by EXP. Yeah, um, yeah, you can do. Yeah, um, unless he does a, unless he does an international thing, which is through EXP through my company, and then you know, then he can take his pick on whatever he wants to do. There might be a bit of a loophole around that. Um, but I've just, I've sent him a message. Just he's not very well at the moment, so he can't 
can't speak to us properly. Um, and I said, look, are you able to do this website thing if I set you up with it as another revenue stream? And he says, yeah. And he was, he was pretty keen. So he obviously doesn't, he obviously wants to make some money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But so yeah, so it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a game changer now that is. Um, so, so guy that, with, with yeah, the property box guy. Yeah. Um, you said that was a franchise. Does he want you to buy into it? It's like a subscription. So He's, I think it's something like you pay a, a, a setup fee of say six hundred and something dollars, and then it's three hundred like three hundred and thirty dollars a month, and then he builds the website. So the website will be my real estate advisor slash blah 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 hidden listings or whatever, and and then he formats the websites for you using your branding and everything. So then what you do is uh, link that back into an EXP website, put a, put a load of adverts on Seek and say, okay, um, I'm looking for you know multiple agents on 80% commission uh, across Australia and we've got access to 5,000 brand new listings. Um, because normally when you start off, you don't get any listings or anything, do you? You don't get, you don't get nothing. You don't get, you don't get oh, well, by the way, we've got, thousands of brand new properties that you can sell just just you know if you do speak to somebody you want to buy an investment property you can sell them one normally you, you struggle to just get your own normal residential listing to start off with so we'll see how it goes but um yeah it's not um it's not a normal subscription as in he's not really providing anything apart from the listings and the website he's not so he's not setting me up with a, an account with rea for example or um you know core logic where you do your appraisals and stuff like that all the main stuff that you use your day-to-day -day stuff he, he doesn't get involved in he just literally says here's the link to this website and we put your brand on it now and away you go kind of thing i'll send you the i'll send you the email from you so you can have a look because he's got examples within his email um, and I had a look at it and, and like you know all he's done is change the colour slightly uh, of each example so he's he's like covered his bases like if somebody's got you know the banner in red it's in red and he's got a blue one and whatever but you look you click through and you see you can go on to Sydney and Melbourne and whatever and, you, and, it, and it brings up a load of stuff that's available so it's obviously an ongoing process so he's got these contracts in place now, and that's it. Is uh, is he back home now? Sounds like it. it sounds like turning it down a little bit because of card card door. Yeah. Um, so you, did you say you spoke to Stephen Lee recently? I spoke to him. Um, I think I spoke to him about two or three weeks ago, and I think I sent him a message, and then I was waiting for him to come back to me with all the paperwork and everything I needed to do. So, because I don't know how far he's got with it, because they told me the end of October. Okay, so did you talk to him after the time, the very first time when we can, I connected you with him? Have you had a second conversation uh, with him? Or was... I think we just spoke via email and text, as far as I can remember. Okay. okay. Well, have you spoken to him since then? No, I haven't. Um, no, I've just seen a few updates here and there that he posts on our, our, um, 
our website. Oh, you know, okay. well, I don't know anything about that. Why? What's happened? Is, is anything in particular happened? Um, it sounds like he's started bringing on board a couple firms, yeah. but they haven't fully opened yet. Like okay. they, they're not, they're not able to sell houses yet. Like they're just still getting some of the, uh, I guess the um, back end support and all that up and running. So they're, they're well, it, it might end up being it's till the, it might not be able to be done until the end of the year because it might take them two months to get it. Up, up and running properly you know what I mean it might not be a straightaway thing the other thing you got to remember about Australia is that it's weird is it shuts down in December they all go oh, on no. holiday <laughs> well, the, well it's the summertime here in, in December so it, it, they all go on holiday because it's Christmas comes up so they've got book a load of time off at Christmas and it's the summertime so it's Christmas and your summer holidays ro- rolled into okay. one so they take a ton of time off. Like they'll, take, they'll be off for like three or four weeks. They'll just go. That'll be it. Everything shuts down and they all disappear. And they just go to wherever they want to go to. So um, he's got a very short space of time to make that work. He's got four weeks, I reckon. And then after that, he's going to be waiting until the new year before everybody's back and ready to do it. So we'll see, what, see, how, see how he goes with it. But I spoke to him before and he was like, it sounded like it was something he'd chased and, and, and tried to get to work for years. <laughs> I was just like, oh, really? that's okay. Like he really wanted to bring it here and he didn't know how to do it and he's had to sort of stick his neck out to make it work kind of thing. And then he went into proper um, salesman mode with me, you know, trying to sell it to me. I was like, mate, you don't have to sell it to me. I, I, I already want it anyway. I want to expand the business. I, mean, I want to expand the business anyway because um, uh, there's only myself and Sharon currently working and I did have more people to begin with. Um, but it, it makes a massive difference. If you've got people there that can jump on the phone and ring around and get normal sure. listings as well. Because it's all well and good. I mean, it's pretty easy to get to go to a developer and say, well, do you want me to sell your stuff and they'll say yeah you know throw your hat in the ring or where you go well, I'm using Ray White and LJ Hooker and Bell Property as well we'll see who sells something first whereas um, the residential stuff it's not something I personally want to do but I don't remi- don't mind recruiting agents if they want to do that so if they want to pick a suburb and they want to work a suburb that's up to them but I'll just say to them well you can do that and I'll, I'll support you with it, but I'm also selling this as well. In case that doesn't work out for you, you can focus on selling the brand new stuff as well. So I think it's good to have a, a bit of a fallback. Um, but yeah, I like I say, there's a lot of stuff out there here. There's a lot of new developments. There's a, there's a ton of stuff here that's being built all the time. I don't know why. I don't know if a lot of Chinese people have invested in here and all of a sudden it's all going up. I don't know. So, are people are people buying it? Is it is the inventory getting purchased? It gets purchased in the suburbs. Like if it's a full bedroom, um, double garage house, it'll go. Um, it'll be either be bought by an investor or first time buyer, and it'll it'll go. But if it's an apartment in the city, they tend to sit there a bit longer because they're reliant on Chinese students buying them and foreign investors. People that are Australians don't tend to buy apartments in the, in the city. 
because they don't see the value in it because it's it's not it's not very big um, right. unless it comes with parking it's not really worth anything because the parking is really expensive in the cities like really expensive mm. like 20 20 dollars an hour or something stupid wow it's pretty dear um so a normal australian person wouldn't buy an apartment unless they were super loaded then they might buy it as an investment property to rent out but they wouldn't live in it they tend to go for stuff on the outskirts of the city in the suburbs because it's a lot quieter and it's a lot more chilled out and you know what i mean and they want a back garden they want a swimming pool and all that sort of stuff so um and a lot of these apartments don't have those facilities some of them do the high-end stuff does have it'll have a swimming pool in the complex and it'll have a gym and some other stuff like it'll be indoor or something or if it's a if it's a particularly nice one it'll be on like you know the the, the fifth floor or something there'll be an open air swimming pool and it'll go up again but um yeah the, the people uh, australians are looking to live somewhere long term and then buy another one as a as their pension plan if you know what i mean they're gonna own they tend to try and aim to own three properties basically one they live in and two they rent out and the two they rent out is what they're going to sell in the future to live off basically that's that's anybody with any sense that's what they do they wouldn't buy an apartment because they don't go up in value as much as well the apartments in, in the city and stuff like that so yeah so I don't tend to bother with them I mean I did try and help a company at the beginning of the year try and sell some and it was just a non-starter it just nobody was interested in them so I was just like I can't waste my time with that so right. is he back now where, where is he yeah. How's the rest of your day been? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not doing much at the moment. I'm not with this weather anyway, so. Can't yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it, for a photographer? Yeah, you can't. You can't. You'd have to Photoshop the sky. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I do anyway, but as but people think that because it's a cloudy day, you still get the insides. And you yeah. Think, well, really, because it's, it makes the inside a bit dull as well. It does. It does. Yeah. It, you really have to wait for a nice day to do it. You know, yeah, so. uh, and I think hopefully next week it should go back to normal. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this week's going to be a bit dodgy. Yeah, this week's a bit ropey, to be fair. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I, was, um, I was talking to my American bloke last night, and, and I'm trying to sort of figure out where I am and what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Because um, I do a lot of videos where it's just me holding the phone, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is, uh, you can do that up to a point and people buy into that to a certain extent. But then you've got to draw the line somewhere and say you need professional yeah. stuff. You need professional photographs, professional videos. Well, that's right, but live on board. Yeah. When it comes to videos, I was just doing that. Yeah. So that's why I can't yeah, stay away from the area. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Well, there's a kind of video, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so, well, this is it, you've got, you've, you've got to know what you're doing, haven't you, with yeah. it and, and everything, so. Um, what I'm doing at the moment is I'm talking to a guy about doing uh, investor seminars. So I've got a guy who's a public speaker. Yep. He worked for uh, the Bank of Queensland a couple of years ago, so he's, he's comfortable doing public speaking and stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and do... Um, couple of different venues in Brisbane and then I just spoke to a developer just before you arrived about doing a, a rooftop party um, in Southport at a, a building I've listed with 20 units okay. so we've got things like this like these this is a, a choice homes display home so we've got this for example so we yeah. could run some sort of event here and video that and that kind yeah. of thing and take yeah. photos which is all well and good um, but with the seminars I'm trying to sort of establish where to have them, when to have them. They're probably going to be in the evenings and stuff like that and try to get a decent number so it looks good on film and yeah. we can reuse it for Facebook and yeah. YouTube and everything else. So that, that's where I'm at at the moment. So I'm probably looking at maybe three to four weeks of what I want to do one. Okay. Um, and it'll probably be like a Saturday early evening and run for maybe two hours, something like that. Okay. Nothing too long, yeah, yeah. just long enough for him to do a bit of a spiel and then questions and answers afterwards and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it would be, yeah, probably a couple of hours out your, out your day. Like yourself, you could do shots of people yep. during the event. Yep. And then obviously yourself would be doing the actual videoing part. Um, so you just want to create, you want a video to, to create um, an atmosphere of what you guys are doing as choice homes as far as the events that you're doing? Well, I don't just work for Choice Homes, I work for multiple builders and developers and yeah, so I, like for example, you could use Choice Homes and run an event here and, and do talk to investors and stuff like that and say this is one of the builders that the company works with and it's a good example and it's local and it's easy to get to for me. Um, but then you, I've got this other, I've got another developer who's got nothing to do with them, who's got something totally separate, he's like a one-off developer, so he builds an apartment block, sells it, buys another block of land, builds another one, he does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have a mixture between the mainstream builders, Choice Homes builds 450 homes a year, and then that guy will probably do 20 part apartments every two years. Yeah. So you've got people that are right up here, and people that are, you know, down here. They're still making a lot of money but it's just a different scale so it's it's trying to build awareness that the company caters to well we've got you know house and land packages we've got apartments and we've got them on the gold coast we've got them in brisbane you know and, it, and it's that kind of thing and then try and push that out to as many people as possible with a good quality video as opposed to me holding the phone and hoping yeah. for the best you know which yeah. i've done i've done lots of times and it's okay, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it can get you through, and then like have maybe a really good video, and then you can maybe do in between again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah. balance to have both. Yeah, and then I was thinking, you know, there's two things I, I want to push this year. I've just joined a company called EXP, which is an, an American company that's just come to Australia, and it's how I'm going to recruit staff. So I'm using all their facilities. So it's a cloud-based real estate agency. So they um, they don't have any bricks and mortar. They don't have an office or anything like that. They'll lease an office or something for people to have meetings in, but they don't have a normal physical office. So everything's all online. So I'm trying to recruit new staff through them because then I can set stuff up anywhere in Australia and they can work from home. So, and what EXP does, they provide all the back office stuff. So they do all the contracts, the form six stuff, all that kind of thing. So I don't have to employ anybody to do that. I just recommend them to the company, they join the company, and then I've got off the plan listings for them to sell. And then they can sell existing stuff as well on top. So it's an either or, they can do both. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, it's, but nobody's heard of EXP because it's brand new. And nobody's heard of what I'm doing either because, again, it's brand new. That's only just been launched last year. And that's through a third-party website that I've got set up. And this gives me access to 5,000 listings across Australia. So I want to marry the two things up. I want to get the staff. I want to get the listings and put the two things together. Yeah. So I need to do promotional videos for both things. And so this is the website. You know, we've got all this palaver. And, these, and I need people for EXP. So those are the two things I want to focus on this year and do investment seminars and stuff like that. So how do you visually see that happening as far as I think with the, with the website, it's a, I don't know if you could do a video of somebody clicking through the website and voiceover saying, do, 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 this is what we've got available, blah, 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 if you search this. Um, which couldn't literally be a two minute or a 30 second video or something like that, but it looks nice. To be able to show how they get into yes. what you're Yeah, we can yes. do that. And then the EXP thing would be uh, a mixture of the two things because they have, um, they've got this virtual world thing called EXP world, which is really weird. It's like, you know, Minecraft or mm-hmm. something oh, yeah. like that, <laughs> or The Sims. You remember the game The yeah. Sims? Yeah. It's like that. But it's all, so you go on, you've got a little avatar, you've got a little man in a suit or whatever, and he goes into his little world, and there's all these people from America and Canada and England, and they're all walking around talking to each other, and they're just little avatar people. Wow. And they, that's how they meet, that's how they do their training. <laughs> so there's no, there's like, say, you could be anywhere in the world. Yeah. So it's got, like, a point of difference now. I think people get a kick out of that. So if you incorporate that kind of thing, a video of that, and some information about the company... Marry those yeah. two things together because it is unusual. Like I, I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Like, it's quite <laughs> no, because I, I, I made the little avatar look like me. Put him in a blue suit. Put him, put him into the little world. <laughs> and then I went to meet this this lady who does the training, and she was like, "Oh, I was just with these two girls." Because they go into these little miniature meeting rooms and sit down. <laughs> and I walked into the room. I'll show you a picture. I walked into the room and they said. They said, oh, that guy's cute. And I'm like, it's not a real person. Uh, <laughs> Who's he with that unusual accent? You know? I was like, oh, it's not a real person, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a bit weird. But having come from, I've worked for Rain and Horn and, 
you know, Remax and people like that. And I know the difference between the two things. So I've gone, well, actually, driving to work to be there for nine o'clock in the morning, sitting through some sales meeting with people that I don't care whether they sell or not. Mm. Um, and being, you know, you, you don't get a lot for your money. When they, by the time they're taking their cut out of your commission, it's not great. Whereas this EXP, because they've got such low overheads, they're earning 70% commission. Well, if you were with, let's say, Rain and Horn, you'd be on 40% by the time they've taken everything out of it. So it's a big difference. Yeah. Plus they go to 100% commission after they've done a certain number of sales. So, they get, so it's a massive difference. Yeah. They've got all the back office support and they're gonna get paid more money as well. So, and that's the reason why I wanted to work with them. Because anybody that I, I work with, I want them to earn the maximum amount of money. I'm not, I'm not trying to make money out of other people. I'm, I want to see them be successful and happy. Because um, most of the time, what you get with real estate agents is they, you just, they just get churned through. Yep. They do a year to two years, get annoyed that they're, um, they're not earning the kind of money they thought they were going to be earning. Because yep. they sit down and work it out and go, well, I sold 14 houses. I made $140,000 of commission. How much did I get paid? And then they go, $38,000. Where's my 100000 $102,000 went. Constant the principal. Exactly. I don't want that. I want to pay them 70 grand or 100 grand, not 38,000. They might as well go work at Maccas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, what's the point in doing 60 hours a week, doing open homes every weekend, having no life to earn 38 grand a year? It's ridiculous. So it's getting that little story across in a professional way in, in a video that's that can then go on to YouTube and Facebook and everything else and that kind of thing. So with, so with the XP, so once you, once you hire these, this the staff, yeah. is there a way that we can be incorporated into that? Like in a way like, you know, if you have to a video or photography for your properties, you can use these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I just, I do, always do a referral system with everyone yeah. I work with. Yeah. So if they're local, if they're in Queensland, if they're in Brisbane or the Gold Coast or whatever, yeah then I will recommend you to do all their work for them. Okay. So every time they list a regular house, yeah. they'll be using you. Yeah. I mean, unless they've already got somebody that they've yeah. worked with, but yeah. chances are they've got it through their agency that they've been working with and they were just told, oh yeah, we use Tony that's, down the road. That's the problem, yeah. Some agencies do that. They have certain companies, as you probably know, they have certain companies they have to use. Mm. Oh, I don't. I can use yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, if, if I somebody, find somebody on LinkedIn or wherever, yeah. I can use whoever. If I think they're good, I'll rec- always recommend them. I recommend yeah. them to other agents yeah. and everybody else. Okay. That's how I, I roll, you know, I don't <laughs> say, oh, you must use such and such. I don't care, you know, yeah. it's whoever, whoever's best for the job. Yeah. They're offering a good price, they're gonna do a good job. Yeah. You go with them, don't you, you know, so. No, I, I yeah, it's, um, it's the same with the, the rental side. I don't do rental stuff. There's a lady that works around here and she's recently set up last year and she's called Beyond Real Estate Agents or something. Um, and I promoted her, and I didn't get anything out of it, I promoted her locally and everything, just because I know what she does is yeah. a cut above. Because yeah. she, what she does is she, she does high-end advertising for rentals, so she gets the maximum amount of rent, the longest tenants in there, longest leases possible, and the best photographs stuff like that so I'd always recommend her yep. over your bog standard 
you know, Ray White, LJ Hooker, run-of-the-mill people that hate their job. Mm. You know what I mean? No one's going to recommend somebody like that because it's a boutique thing. And she, okay. Like, she only wants, like, say, 200 people on a rent roll. That's it. Mm. That's all she wants. 200 good people on the rent roll. Whereas uh, the rest of them are just anybody didn't get. Yeah. So if they're Bergens, happy days, whatever. They don't care. Whereas this lady wants, you know, high-end stuff. Well, I'd rather work with somebody like that. Yeah and recommend somebody like that to my clients than you know, somebody who hates the job, like I say. Because most people in property management hate the job. I don't know if you know that, but they do. It's like the, the sharp end of the stick, that is. Because <laughs> you know, all, you, all you're doing with that job is you're just dealing with problems. That's what yeah. it is. Like, why haven't you paid your rent? The, the pipes burst. This isn't right. And that's all it is. And they don't get paid that much money to listen to it. And that's all they get all day long, it's just aggro. So uh, yeah, so they don't, so they hate the job. Whereas that lady owns the company, mm. so she can't hate it because she owns it. Big difference. So. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's basically what I've got planned. So okay. it's a it's a mixture of things, I suppose. Um. But it's just whether or not you can do incorporate the computer bit with the screenshots and the talking and the walkthrough. Yeah, stuff. I can I can screen record. Um, yeah. So I have to sit down really work out a plan with you how even to get onto that to get some screen recording of that mm. but then how what else you want the video to look like with that in it like what kind of voiceover or do you want to be in a talking or there's just I don't know if you should use my voice or somebody else's to be honest with you can you have you got access to other people's voices yeah or maybe use somebody else's voice an Australian voice yeah because my voice is a script you know monotone and boring no. <laughs> <laughs> the English accent is quite. People like to listen to it because really? it's different to listening to each other. Oh, okay. It is different. I think it can be. Would you trust an English accent though if it was yeah. advertising something to you? Because purple bricks didn't do particularly very well. And they were from England. So <sighs> people, people trust. I've seen your stuff on LinkedIn. It's fine. But the videos that you do. I just do a quick video to introduce myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't because I think it makes it more personal. Yeah. Yeah. Because people just send their link to their website and their blah, 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 yeah. blah. And you're like, oh, another one. Yeah. Whereas I send a little video to sort of introduce myself yeah. so they can see I'm a genuine, real human being, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you think it's okay, <laughs> that's all right then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And then yeah. it's you. It's, it's yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the real deal. Yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, I'll go with your recommendation. You've done this sort of stuff before, so. Okay. There we go. My other question is, um, you were just saying about a profile for people to see what you look like, but are you actually looking to introduce um, a video of who you really are in behind real estate? So, your husband, obviously. Yeah. You have kids? Yeah, I've got two kids. So, I've done um, a few real estate profiles to a video on the actual real estate agent, and it's found to be quite helpful because it's not just them at work. I actually film them in their family home. Oh, uh, okay. Um, That's a good idea. Or in their yeah. daily places. Yeah. Like, do you like going to the beach? Like, just activities that you like to do outside of work. It shows you, again, that you're mm. human. But it's not just you as a real estate agent. Yeah. It really okay. helps for people, for people to respond better. Well, I, I do something unusual. I, I, I do fencing, so that might stand out. So, sword just fencing. For fun. Yeah. No, I don't just start duels with people randomly in the street, <laughs> like slap them across the face and say, "Here we go, here's a sword, knock yourself out." But like, it's not like a training thing. It's just 
something you just do? I just do as an outside activity, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stuff that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's just that's something cool. I do. It's an unusual sport, it you is, know, so... That's, that's really cool. So it's a bit of a... That would be eye-catching. We did, I, I'm, I, I got um, talked into joining the Masons about a year ago. Right? I wasn't really overly fussed, but I had a friend from the UK that was in the Masons. And he talked me into joining. So I joined the Masons for networking and stuff. And we ran an event last week with fencing, which blew their socks off. So we had a guy that came in and he did the history of sword fencing and swords in general. And then we had people demonstrate the fencing in front of them. And these are all old guys. Like these are all people like 70, 80, whatever. Oh. They're all as old as they get. Their five-year plan is not to die. That's as far as <laughs> right? So we came in, we sat down. And, we, and after you, you do the mason stuff, you have a thing called the festive board where you all sit down and have like a, a meal, like either sandwiches and soft drinks or a glass of wine or whatever it is, right? So we're all sitting there. He gets his uh, PowerPoint presentation on, he talks through different parts, and then he brings the fences on, which is exciting because then they knock eight bells out of each other, then they change the next set of fences, different weapons, then they knock eight bells out of each other, then he does his talk. So we did that, and that was really, that was like probably the best night of the Masons they've ever had, you know, for 50 years, because <laughs> it was something unusual, you know. Yeah. So anything like that, that would stand out, would probably work well, I think, because I don't know any other real estate agents that do fancy, not that I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone in Australia that does it. Yeah. 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 It, it is very niche, it is very niche, like, well, put it this way, when I fence people, the people that are either going to the Commonwealth Games or have been in the Commonwealth Games, that's how... <laughs> Elite it is because wow. it's a really weird sport, so you hardly anybody does it. It tends to be people that go to private school do fencing. Yeah. It's the same in the UK, but it's more accessible. But here, it's yeah, they, they do tend to be an unusual bunch. You know what I mean? It's really interesting. <laughs> and it shows another side of you as well. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Apart from that, I just go to the gym, and I don't think that's very interesting. But, but yeah. But it still shows, again, who you are. Yeah. Because you're dedicated to something else as well. So yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. So just something to think about. I can show you. I'll send you some links. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So yeah. you can actually see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so the other thing I was going to ask you is like, costing wise, time wise, where you are with that, like, you know, how how much does it cost to use you per hour and things like that? Have you got set prices or do you? So I guess we'll do something. We'll work out something as a package. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cheaper that way for you too. Yeah. Okay. But also, I think. Yeah, well, I definitely recommend you both for all the, the new blokes that yeah, and women that I employ, Thanks. because it doesn't make any difference to me. So like, I know you're going to do a professional job, so you know. And I find too, like, um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And being on the definitely. coast for years, yeah. I've, I've been up on the coast about two years now from Sydney. Oh uh, yeah. And I started my business down there, and I started with working with one agent down there, and um, back in two thousand five. Yeah. And it took. 14 or so years to grow it to like I was working with about a dozen agents at one time. Right. I was working like only seven days a week. It was yeah. killing me. Yeah. So we ended up just selling up and moving up here. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not that I don't know what I'm doing, but when you go to agency and you're trying to promote yourself, you are now to go, you know, we have a photographer, we're fine with them. And you're yeah. Like, oh, okay. And they just go with what they know. Yeah, and they go with what they know and who they come yeah. with. And it's, just, yeah. and it's like I'm starting from scratch again. 
So, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah. It is, it is. And like, that's what I was saying. It's not what you know. So, you know, if you know the right people, you mm. kind of get your foot back in the door again. Well, I, I'm trying to get as many staff as possible. My, my target this year is between 30 and 40 staff I want to bring yeah. on. Yeah. Because, I, like I say, I can employ them anywhere in Australia. I'd like to have at least a good 10 to 20 people here yeah. in this area. So it would be 20, 10 to 20 people that you could work with then that will be selling stuff on a regular basis. And not average agents. I mean, you, they'd have to have a minimum of a couple of years' experience and be able to do commission only when they started and stuff like that. Because that's when you know where they're at. Like, if they're a fairly new agent, they've done, like, maybe a year or two years or something, they'll be on a retainer up until a point, and then they'll have to sell at least one property every single month, maybe one to two properties, for order for that company then to change them into commission only. So anybody that's going to start with EXP has to be up to a certain level. They have to say, well, yes, I've sold this many properties in the last 12 months, and, you know, I can afford to be commission only. Um... And to be fair, it's better for them anyway because they're going to earn more money. They'll end up earning a hundred percent commission by the time they've done, mm. I think, three sales. That'll be it. Which well, is when you do it, it seems obvious. Yeah, so. but the the thing is because they haven't heard of it because they, it's it's a very old school industry if you know what I mean. Like they they're still doing things like knocking on doors and giving leaflets out and all that sort of yeah. stuff, and people don't want that. You know, I don't knock on anybody's door. Mm. You know, because. It's irritating. You know, I'm trying to watch Netflix and you've just rolled up and I, can I sell my house? No? Can you sod off? I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to do it, do you? So, so it's sort of... They haven't moved with the times and I've, what I've done is I've picked EXP because it's brand new and it's got all this cutting-edge technology and they're, in, they're from America so they're already 10 jumps ahead of where yeah. Australia is or the UK or whatever. So I've gone, well, I'll pick them. And then I'll align myself this other company as well so I can sell anything anywhere and I can build a team very quickly. And that's basically my, my plan. So I'm going to try and get those two things across. I mean, the investor seminar thing is great. I mean, it'll look, it'll look good and all the rest of it, but it's, it's whether it's going to bring in the business. Well, I know if I get a, if I got 10 agents all hungry going out, getting the business, they'll do the business and they'll make the money for me. Whereas... You could, you could throw a hundred investment seminars and get nothing from them. Yeah. I mean, I've done them before, but they look nice, but it's whether or not you actually have somebody there with the money to go, oh yeah, $339,000, yeah, no problem, I'll buy one of those. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. who's got that kind of money sat in the bank, you know what I mean? So, I, it's, yeah, whereas the agent will bring at least a thousand contacts to the, to the table, because each agent tends to have a minimum of a thousand people on their database. To give you an example, I've got 16,500 people on my database. Buyers and sellers, renters, people like that. Because I've been doing it for eight years. Mm-hmm. So I've built it up. I'm not just a, a regular agent. That, you know, it takes you about 12 months to get about 1,000 good contacts. Um, so yeah, so I'm, you know, they're all going to bring at least 1,000 people that they know to the table. Well, that makes a big difference. If you get 10 of those, we've got 10,000 people to now market to. And I've got 5,000 properties to sell them. Surely they can, one of them is going to buy something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's where I'm at. So I don't, I don't feel, you think you might be able to. So when, so when did you say this is all going to start roughly? Uh, about three, three to four weeks, I'm hoping. As long as I can secure the, um, the venues. Mm-hmm. 
got a couple of different venues. There's a, a there's an office in the city. Um, there's possibly we might be able to use something like the Masons place, but it's a bit nineteen sixties. So I don't know. There's the place in Southport, and there's a possibility to use this at night time. These two display homes here, so it's a there's a mix of things, but it depends on your availability and stuff like that as well. The screenshot stuff, I'd like to get that done within the next two to three weeks, hopefully. Sure. So I'm all up and running with it. Because I just need to get something done that I can show to people that looks polished that I can send out then. Mm -hmm. And I'll send them do a Facebook campaign and I'm going to run an outfit on Seek as well. I, can, I, I don't think I mention EXP on Seek, so I'll be recruiting for my own company. Yeah. And then I will say, you know, well, yeah, be affiliated. Go and yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, it's just, I, I could employ people directly and put them on a higher rate of commission all the rest of it. But then I've got to employ multiple people to do the back office stuff. Because yeah. I'm not going to do it at the end of the day. I'm not going to sit through a load, doing a load of contracts. I don't do it now. So, I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. Because once it goes more than, you know, 10 people, it starts to get out of hand. And that's where you need, you know, four full-time yeah. admin staff. <laughs> so that's $200,000 a year that you've got to pay out in, in wages at least. Yeah. It's going to be on 50K each or something like that. So you've got to, yeah, you know, you've got to make sure you cut the cost down and stuff like that. So, yeah, so that's the plan. So what's your availability like in the next couple of weeks? I'm fine. Good. I'm not really done by now myself. So. <laughs> um, I can work around things. Okay. Um, I've got a bit going on, but I'll make it work. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be at the weekend. We might be able to do stuff in the week. I don't know yet. I'm going to talk to the, the public speaking guy because he's got more experience in doing them than I have. Because, like I say, he used to work for a bank and he's comfortable doing it. So he said, oh, well, you know, Wednesday night's good or a Tuesday night might be good and things like that. So I was like, right. Most so. nights are pretty good for me, even weekends. Yeah. Um, well, if we're gonna do a seminar, I think that's that's the way forward. You can't you can't do it in the day because yeah. people are at work, aren't yeah. they? So yeah, you know. So that, that should be fun. Cool. Okay. But moving forward right now, the yeah. first thing that you said you wanted was the screen. Yeah. Like a um, like a talk through of the actual website. Sure. So have you got your your phone? I'll, I'll I'll show you the website if you like, and then you can see what I mean. I'm really hot in here, are you too hot? No, I'm not. I've got a blind rod on me here. It just feels like hot yeah, air coming on me. <laughs> <laughs> the signal in here is rubbish as well, by the way. I've tried to do things in this room before and it's not panned out very well. Uh, hang on a second. So I've just bought the new domain names for this, so I'm trying okay. to remember what it is. Uh, Would you like to film it here? Um, easy, whatever's easier for you. I don't mind. I guess the setting doesn't really matter, it's just... It doesn't make any difference. As long as we can get Wi-Fi or hotspot, a laptop or something. Yep. Doesn't matter. Um, oh yeah, and we'll click through the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's not great, it's not great. You're getting 4G here, but I had 3 earlier on, so... There you go. 
So that's what it looks like. If you scroll through that and have a look at that, you'll see what I'm talking about. So when you click on something, so say, what, what exactly are you wanting to show them? So I want to show them like, so they the click location. on location, yeah, what's so. available. So you click on maybe New South Wales or Queensland or whatever, and then bring a list of properties up, and then you should be 10 or 12 pages deep in properties after that. And these properties are off market, so they're not on REA or domain yeah. or anything like that, so nobody else has got All them. Right. So they're exclusive properties that we're selling. Okay. So, so then if you like one, you click onto it. So this is the process, you type in where you want, mm -hmm. and then you click on the top of the house, and then yeah. that's what you want to show. Yeah. Okay. Where else do you go from here once you've clicked on a property that you like? Like, what? how many steps are we looking at? Well, then, then they'll make an inquiry on it, and then it'll just send an email through to us, as far as I know. Because it's got all in it. Yeah, contact sign. So they online contact details. And then they put their, their details in. Yeah. And then it gets emailed out to me and that's it. So you want to show that whole process? Mm -hmm. And then when you type information in as well. Because mm -hmm. yeah. literally that'll probably take 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, as in to be able to watch it, yeah. it'll be after 30 seconds. So you don't like, you know, the voiceover going, you know, welcome to blog or whatever the website's called. And then it'll scroll, scroll through and we have access to blah, blah, blah. And then somebody goes onto one and then bang, it opens up and it does its thing. And it just shows in the process and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So you might have a variation. You might say, well, we've got house and land package. Then you might have another picture where it goes to apartments in Sydney or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, maybe a voice everything saying access to 5,000 properties and the tax from 5,000 properties. Australia wide, something like that. Something that I can turn into an advert, basically, in a nutshell. Because like, I, I might be able to, if it's good enough quality, I might be able to run it in a cinema or something like that. Because I was thinking of doing some cinema advertising. I'm not 100%, to be honest with you. I, I definitely want to do a YouTube thing, and I, I'm definitely going to do Facebook, but I'm, I'm looking at other mediums as well, um, just to test the water. So, yeah. Uh, my camera is not massive screen I mean I can shoot in 4k yeah but it's it's not like a TV camera Mine oh, okay. is more, it's a can I don't know anything about cameras but not it's, it's the highest quality you can get for what the stuff is. that I do but not when it comes to like a TV ad on a huge screen yeah. <laughs> like that's okay. the kind of thing that um, I would actually then have to outsource a camera for yeah I'm with you um, well I just do the, the basics that's something that's going to look nice on Facebook and well, I guess we can YouTube. do that initially and if, it, if that works yeah we stick with it if it doesn't then we'll look yeah. at something else or yeah I don't know, I'd, I'd say like I do I could probably send them to you I've done like videos where it's just me stood in front of a camera I've edited it on my phone <laughs> put music behind it and all that and it's just me saying oh I'll give you $10,000 back if you buy a new home which I was quite happily prepared to do but it doesn't it doesn't really work because like people don't think they're really going to get the money or whatever yeah. it is and it does look a bit ropey, whereas if you've had it professionally done and it's a slick website, it should sell itself from how it looks, just on how it looks, not me talking, yep. so I'm going to give you some money. I have had people ring me up and inquire and say, oh yeah, but they, they don't go anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
they don't they've, they've never got the finance in place or anything you know because um, to, to give you an example with with the new stuff the reason why I tend to do the new stuff is, is the commission's a lot higher so your normal commission is 2.75% with a brand new property it's like 5 to 6% wow. so instead of you making let's say you sold a $450,000 property you might make 12500 you sell one of these for the same price you'll make 30000 so you might as well sell a new one yeah, because it's built into the cost of it because they know yeah. they're hard to sell because yeah. they're new. Because you've got to find somebody who, who doesn't need a house now. They need a house in six months. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody normally needs a house now. You know? Yeah. So you've got to find somebody either they're overseas, they're renting and they get the first time by they're about to buy or they're an investor and you've got to prove the yield of the property so you can say to them, okay, you know, you're going to be able to rent it for X amount of money, so, and you've got tax depreciation and all that comes into it. So it's a hard sell. It's not like a straightforward sell. So they have to pay you more money for your time and your energy, you know what I mean? So, so but I, yeah, I much prefer to sell new stuff because like with these people, for example, it's a 25-year guarantee with the property. But then the, normally when, when you buy a brand new one, you've got up to five years to come back to them and really kick off and say, all right, the plumbing's knackered and the, I'm not happy with this or whatever it is, the electrics need doing, or the wall's starting to crack or whatever it is. Whereas if you buy an existing property, you have your building and pest on, that's it. If you buy it and two weeks later, the pipes burst, there's no comeback. Yeah. It's just tough. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas with these people, you have got an actual guarantee they have to come back legally and fix it within a certain space of time. Mm. And they're easy to resell, they're easy to rent. Um, this company, for example, will be building so many display homes a year that are leased back. So you might be able to lease one back for two years. At full price, they'll do the gardening, they'll clean the place, mm. they'll put furniture in it. It won't get knocked about because there's no tenants in it. Mm. So there will be nobody punching a hole through a wall or breaking a door in an argument or whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, there's all that sort of stuff that goes out the window with new stuff, you know. And there's things like you can do Airbnb with them and stuff like that and you can demand more money. That's what I just said to my developer. I said, have you thought about leasing a couple of these for Airbnb? Because, you know, the rent on them, I think he said four, I think they're four, four fifty a week or something. That's where you get 700 a week with Airbnb. $100 a night minimum. It's near the, near the coast. There you go. Brand new. Stick some display furniture in it. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Because I can sell that to Americans, you see. Because I said to the Americans, well, if you buy one of these, we'll, we'll get a property manager and we'll just Airbnb it for you. And you'll make almost double the rent. So they'll be all over that. But it's whether or not these people think like that. They don't think like that. They just think... Oh, we'll just get RJ Hooker and they'll do open homes. I'll sell it for us and that's it. Not no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's, that, that's the sort of business I do. I try to think outside the box and I prefer to sell new stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm going to recruit a ton of agents and they can sell as much existing stuff as they like. But what happens is, is when they go and do a listing presentation, when I, like they sat in front of you and, and they've not met you before and waiting in the wings is Ray White and LJ Hooker. What's their point of difference? Well, their point of difference is they can go onto that website and say, well, I'm actually selling all of these. 
so because they said, "Well, have you sold in the area and what you're doing?" He said, "Well, I, I work for this company and they sell this," and that, straight away they beat Ray White, they beat L J Hooker because they've got two hundred properties they can just reel off locally. I'm selling all of this. I'm inundated. I'm doing you a favour by being here. To be honest, mm. time is <laughs> time is money goodbye. <laughs> you know what I mean. Whereas when you're a new agent, like if like if you are fairly new, it's the getting the first listing that's the massive issue. Until you get that first listing, you technically can't say anything. You have to pretend. So the company you work for will give you listings that somebody else sold and say, put that in your marketing material. Say you sold it. You haven't sold it really, but you've got to show them something. So it's a very in- difficult industry because of course it is because. It's people's biggest asset. So they can't just get some 21-year-old who's just done his couple of days course to spot <laughs> their house and he's never sold anything. It's like, well, why should I trust my house to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that gives them a point of difference there. So for me, they can sell existing houses all day long. That's up to them. If, that, if that's what they like, I'm happy with that. But that also helps them if they, if they do find investors and things like that. Because you, you never know, like, you, when, you, when you meet with people, they say, oh, yeah, we're selling it, we're trying to downsize and all the rest of it. Well, straight away, you can say to them, well, do you want to buy something brand new? You've lived here for 30 years and whatever. And do you want a new one? A smaller one somewhere else, local to this, or within half an hour's drive or whatever it is. So you, you've got, you got two, two goes, if you like, as opposed to one, instead of going, I've sold that, okay, thanks very much, bye-bye. You could then say... Well, do you want, would you like to buy one of these? And people always want new. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. Do you yeah. want to have a quick look round? Yeah. These two while you're here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Have a quick look. But that's all I've got. That's all I've got for you so far. No, like I say, um, my cards there. If you need cards. Thanks, well. Um, yeah, i Yeah. As soon as I've got everything confirmed with my public speaker. Um, yeah. yeah everything else I'll let you know and then we'll try and get this try and get the screen thing done first the the walkthrough of the the walkthrough of EXP and also the walkthrough of the um, the new website try and get them both done then so maybe two you, weeks time or something um for that do you actually you want to be um shown to be sitting there doing that a little bit of the time and then you can mainly focus on the screen itself. I was, yeah. Or yeah. just focus on the screen itself. I'm not, not egotistical. It doesn't have to be there at all. I don't care. But like just to show, <laughs> to show that there's a human there. There's a human there. You can do a human there if you like. You should yeah. be wearing your fencing outfit. Just, yeah. just wear my mask. Pull your mask off and just tap on the computer. Like the stick on Top Gear. I just have the mask on. There it is. That's it. That would get people's attention, I suppose. Okay, I don't know how serious they're going to take me. Oh, I mean, people certainly wouldn't forget you. Like, no, oh, he's, he's a fencing guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really it's cool. all free, it does freak people out when I tell them because I'm like, what, what are you doing? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I actually didn't bring my case. I'm so sorry. No, no, you're right. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. Don't worry. But I can. There's a card there for you. Oh, thank you. You're all right. No worries. Yeah. Have a quick look through it. I'll take you through to the other one as well so you can oh. see the difference between the two sizes. Yeah. If you go through that door there, I've, I've shut the doors to try and keep the air conditioning, but I'll have this off now. Because I've got to shoot off now. Yeah, no worries.
Hello and welcome to a new podcast for my real estate advisor in connection with EXP Australia. So um, the coronavirus has kicked off um, this year, but in March now. So I've gone through a recruitment process in February. I've recruited several new team members, which I'll go through in a little bit. And yeah, everybody's having to work from home, which is a bit of a pain to be fair, but the original plan was to work from home anyway. So it's not the, uh, it's not the end of the world. So as it stands at the moment, we have a contract team with multiple builders and developers all over Australia. Because I've been able to network with EXP and uh, network with some of the, um, the new members of the EXP in different locations, we've now got access to um, uh, an agent in uh, WA, an agent in South Australia, New South Wales, a couple in New South Wales, a couple in Victoria. Obviously, we've recruited people in... Um, in Queensland anyway so <clears throat> pretty much in every single location that we have properties with developers and things we have now got um, an agent that can represent the company do open homes and do inspections and all that sort of stuff as well so we're in a situation now where the company's probably got access to well over 200 million dollars worth of real estate all over Australia and we're now just in the process of trying to streamline the business so to give you an idea what we tend to do is we pre-qualify the inquiries that we get through domain and um, Facebook advertising and marketing and that kind of thing um, basically fill a little form in uh, find the information out whether or not the person has got the finance in place to um, buy a property or if they're looking to get the finance or just find out based on what the situation is. So if the person is in the process of getting finance then wait until they've got the finance organized if they need assistance then we, we basically put them in touch with a, um, a broker or somebody who works in finance um, a lot of the time we use a, in, in a Queensland we use a company called um, Lee and Associates that have got access to uh, mortgage brokers and financial advisors and things like that so what we tend to do is um, we, we chuck a lot of business their way they chuck business our way and you know you've got a symbiotic relationship there with a, a company that's uh, you know got staff there that can speak different languages and all sorts of different things so in regards to recruitment um, we basically recruited people that can speak different languages because there's a big market here for Chinese investors um, Indian investors and so on so we've recruited I think 
one person can speak four languages, another person can speak two. Um, so yeah, so it's an ongoing process where we've got a very much multicultural um, group of people working with the company basically. So we don't miss out on any opportunities just due down to uh, language barriers and things like that. Um, working from home wise, um, a lot of these staff are new to the industry. Uh, I, my original plan was to get uh, everybody signed up with EXP, uh, but as time's worn on and I've recruited multiple different types of individuals, got some brand new people, some many experienced salespeople, um, people that have got qualifications in. Um, interior design and things like that but want to work in in real estate and want to sell properties and stuff like that um, people that are new to the industry and trying to get out of the retail industry and want to get into real estate things like that so we've got a real mixture um, of established people and people that are new into the industry uh, and things like that so it's a bit of a mixture at the moment having to train people but train people from a distance because of this coronavirus thing and also uh, having existing people that would have joined EXP but again because of the coronavirus they're putting it off until they sold a couple of properties and um, they're set up basically with a bit of an income coming in first which is understandable because it's a pretty difficult time at the moment for everybody so but yeah originally it, the plan was to everybody work from home um, have access to everything that you get with exp and um, and then go from there so we'll see how things go we'll see how things pan out hopefully uh, hopefully it'll be okay and you know a few weeks time and everything will start going back to normal and stuff like that um, but a lot of these people have got families and, and things like that, so they, they you know, they can't really, they've got kids to look after and stuff because the kids have been sent home from school or school shut down or whatever. So there's a lot of that going on at the moment where that's totally out of, out of our control. There's nothing we can do about that. We can't do open homes. Uh, we can't really do many inspections with multiple people. We have to do view by appointments and things like that so there's quite a few um, issues and things to overcome basically which we're working on trying to overcome them so at the moment I'm sending listings out to um, the different people in the different locations on I've given them at least 15 listings each just to focus on. Uh, in regards to data, um, I've got a database of around about 16,000 people. So these are old leads, old information, stuff like that. But these people might now be in a, a situation where they're having to sell the property because they've been made redundant or something like that. And, they need the money um, 
So we're offering another service called DIY Property Sales, which is on the website and everything, which is a discounted version of, uh, of selling the property, basically. So it's what we do is we um, we set the person up with um, all the advertising that they need, put it onto the main Facebook and um, other social media, and then we also put it onto REA and everything else, and then they run their own open homes, well of course they can't run their own open homes now because of the coronavirus, so that won't be happening, but as a normal point of fact, what we normally do is, it's a set fee, it's um, two and a half thousand dollars, and um, and the person basically um, runs their own little um, sale. Now what happens is if the person is not able to do the sales side, then we step in. Now, if it's somebody in financial difficulty, we offer a, a, a discount on the commission. So the lowest we can go down to is 1%, which again, this is for people in dire straits that need to save as much money as possible. Uh, this works from our point of view as uh, a good way to get volume of sales um, and listings over the, um, you know, just try and get the highest rate of commission and things like that. The only stipulation is that they must pay VPA, vendor paid advertising, um, because otherwise we stand the risk of being out of pocket and that's not really what it's all about. We're trying to help them and also we're trying to run a business so we can't cover somebody's um, advertising costs for them when we're discounting probably six or, six or seven thousand dollars off the off the normal price so we've got those systems in place if somebody wants that service or should I say needs that service and they do the research on the website and they, um, or the agent suggests it because they you know they, they explain to the agent that um, they're in a really difficult situation finance, financially and things like that. Um, that being the case, then we offer that service as well. So, there's that service. We've got the house and land packages for sale um, all over Australia. As I said, we've connected with people with EXP who can sell those properties. That process is uh, qualifying the, the clients, meeting with the developer and the builder, on site, showing the client through, they fill a couple of forms in, goes back to the developer, as long as the person can get the finance through, then that's it, the property is then sold and we move on to the next development. If we sell out, obviously a building or if it's house and land packages or whatever. So, so we can't do any networking, we were gonna do a social event, in some apartments in Southport and things like that, but obviously we can't do that now um, until this all blows over. So there's quite a few different things where things you take for granted um, really go by go sideways when when, you, when you're not allowed to interact with people as much as you can. But luckily we've got a lot of new technology. We can do Zoom calls, Skype calls. Um, we've got um, contacts in America that can do presentations and things. Um, obviously, 
via the internet and things like that. So there's a lot of different options um, for the, uh, the clients. And then of course we're now in a situation where we don't really know what's going to happen with the market. If the market's going to be alright, if it's going to crash, if we're going to have a recession. What we have been told via media is that um, the safe bet is to um, invest in real estate. So probably is a good time to still buy properties and things like that because it's a bit of a safety net for people, which is good. Well, it's definitely good for our, from our point of view. Um, the general public's point of view might be a diff difficult thing. What I will say as well is if anybody is listening to this and they're thinking, oh, you know, I can't afford to buy anything and do anything or whatever, what it might be a good idea to do is to do something like a family trust um, or a group of individuals that sign a contract and make a trust up, um, set a trust account up and basically buy a property together as a group. That way you've got an investment property, you've got something you can sell if you need to. Um, you've got an income possibly from rentals and things like that. So there is ways around it. The problem is most people aren't educated about setting up trusts and things like that, family trusts or trusts for a business. And they miss out on buying properties because they haven't got the, got the financial capacity to do it on their own. Like I say, if you've got a family and you know, um, let's say you've got three three uh, children in a family and they they all want to go in together, they're all old enough to buy a property, but they're struggling to get deposits together and things like that on their own. It can set up a family trust, put their money together and the joint incomes in together to help get the loan arranged and to get the deposit and everything else that they need. Buy a property, rent it out and then repeat, repeat the process over and over again and then eventually um, everybody gets to own a property because they've worked together. So that is one way around it and it's also a good way to, to keep you safe in, in difficult times and things like that. So, so yeah, as it stands, we've got EXP on the go with agents in different locations all over the country which um, are going to use the house and land packages and things like that to promote themselves and apartments and stuff in the cities. We've got brand new agents that can speak multiple languages in Queensland. We've got multiple projects on. We've got agents that are trying to get new listings and everything else and do listing presentations and do appraisals and cold calling and emailing and everything from the database. Um, dropping off their business cards and and all sorts of different things. So we've got a good combination now of people in different locations, people that speak multiple languages, people um, that have been in the industry for a long time. We've got a volume of um, listings to sell. We've got a group of people now that are keen to sell them. Um, it's just a case of holding on, people working from home, and um, and yeah, hopefully we can we can come out the other side and uh, and the business will, will take off this year once everything goes back to normal with a bit of luck. So we'll see how things go. Um, it has been a difficult time for everybody. 
Um, but on the upside is, you know, we're all still going. Um, everybody's still trying to make some money. Um, real estate is a safe and safer investment than most investments, so it does take the edge off. And yeah, we'll just uh, we'll have to do two team meetings via um, Zoom or Skype or something like that, and we'll you know I shall make YouTube videos for training and that type of thing as well. And we'll just keep going and going until we come out the other side, and then probably because people have been cooped up. Um, I mean, I was saying to one of one of the uh, agents, well, you know probably a good time to start cold calling people because they're, they're bored at home probably take the call and be happy of the interaction with somebody because they can't go anywhere but um but yeah what i think what's going to happen is once people get um free and they can go back to work and they can do what they want to do um i think everything's all going to jump up people will be booking multiple holidays people will be traveling to see family and friends and stuff like that People be going out for meals every five minutes. Um, yeah, I think it it's going to be um, it's going to be a massive relief to people because they're at the moment they're uh, you know cooped up, can't go anywhere, can't do anything, can't go to work. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 good to have a break from work and and all the rest of it. But if if the break involves you losing your job and then you can't pay your rent or your mortgage or you know, whatever, then it's not a break, it's it's a stressful time that you're stuck at home and you can't interact with your family and friends and stuff like that, so it's a very difficult time. So, yeah, we're trying to do our best to to help people as much as we can, um, help people take advantage of the opportunity to buy properties for investment to, to keep themselves safe, um, help people if they're struggling and they have to sell the property and they don't want to, um, help save some money um, but yeah we're, we're trying to help people um, any way you cut it and that's and that's the main reason why I started the business in the first place it was to be an advisor in real estate not a real estate agent that is money grabbing um, ultimately the plan is to help people um, increase their wealth not uh, you know sell sell a property as quickly and as cheaply as possible to sell it for the the highest amount of money make that person a good profit find a find a good buyer um help the person find an investment property that's got some sort of guarantee you know a lot of new properties have got at least a five to ten years where the builders you know compulsory has to come back put any problems right um that sort of thing just to make sure that people are protected and looked after and they get the best service so i've gone out of my way to employ some really um top-notch people that are really keen um, and really helpful conscientious people i've connected with exp which is a massive multinational business with over twenty-five thousand agents across the world to again help network and help support my, my team of people and the business so as far as I'm concerned, we're doing everything we possibly can to get through the coronavirus thing, to help the team of people, to give somebody a job, to give people business to do, uh, give them advice, give them training and support. Um, so yeah, I, like I say, we're just going to keep going, get to the other side 
and hopefully everything will turn out nice again. So yeah, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this quick podcast. I haven't done one for a long time because I've been super busy with the recruitment process and everything else. So yeah, I'll um, I'll probably do another one fairly soon, but I just thought I'd give you uh, my take on how my real estate advisor working with EXP is going on during this coronavirus crisis and everything else. And just to give you um, a bit of feedback on where the business is at at the moment, if anybody's following this bit of uh, trivia with the company. So yeah, we've got 5,000 listings, over 20 employees. Um, We've got uh, contacts in the UK and New Zealand, contacts in America, contacts in China, uh, a big team in Queensland, um, and we've got representatives in Western Australia, South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales. So we've pretty much got it covered, locations-wise, contacts-wise, everything. So hopefully we can turn the turn the business round this year and make a good profit, um, pay everybody a decent amount of money. Um, obviously, we pay 70% commission, um, so we, we try and look after our agents as much as possible. Um, so yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just see how it goes. Um, but yeah, very strange times. Um, you know, it feels like there's a war on, but there is no war. <laughs> it's just a war against the disease. It's a bit of a strange situation, but we'll see how we go. Hopefully, we'll come out at the other end, and uh, everybody will be happy, and we can move on. So, enjoy your day. If you are trapped at home, get onto Netflix. That's the way forwards. Maybe catch up on uh, DIY, stuff like that. Catch up on your correspondence. Uh, What else could you do? Learn another language. Lots of different options, I suppose. Um, Build a website. Make TikTok videos. (laughs) There's lots of different things to do. But anyway, stay safe. Stay at home. And uh, good luck. We'll see you on the other side. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you.